I've been working on it. Sorry my shirt's wrinkly. Don't judge me. Just because I'm ghetto fabulous, holy spirit. <laughs> nice guy. far in Zion, otherwise you might be lying. And we're not even joking around, we're just super high and super drunk on the Holy Ghost all the time enjoying Jesus. Because the cup of salvation, guys, is supremely intoxicating. Psalms 23, verse 5, Septuagint. Your cup is supremely intoxicating. If you're drunk on the Holy Ghost... You'll never have to be drunk on alcohol again. Living testimony overcame the dragon by the word of their testimony. Not a testimony, a testimony. Because I hate lies. It's what's got so many people bound up in their brains serving religious demons thinking they're saved. But I'm not saying you're not saved in your spirit, but I'm certainly saying you're not saved in your mind. <laughs> And I'm not mad at you. The difference is, one's you're just going to heaven. The other one is, you're bringing heaven to earth. Exactly. After you're born again, the whole point of Christianity is to be Romans 12 to transfigured by the renewing of your mind. But like nobody glorifies souls because even the pastors and the teachers don't have their souls glorified. They're just so confused in religion that even the greatest charismatic churches have really, really settled for complacent satisfaction, and I'm not angry at you. Yeah. I love you. But it's time for a mass exodus outside the four walls of the church because God is turning this whole world into Eden paradise. See, we read the Bible, but I don't think we really understand it. We might be a lot like the Pharisees, and they'll be like, or the charismatic church. I should have bought a Hyundai, but I bought a Subaru all the time, speaking tongues, and we think we're so spiritual, and we think we're hot stuff, and we figured out everything in the world, but we really haven't arrived to anything. Even the smallest angel of heavenly Jerusalem is smarter than the apostles and prophets of the charismatic church. Like, even the baby angels of heaven, not even the smart ones, like the real dumb ones that don't know anything, and I say that out of love. Like when I say dumb, I just mean they don't understand anything of the high realm of the priesthood of Melchizedek. They're not like the teachers of the University of Heavenly Jerusalem. Okay, they're just the sprites of paradise, of the outer courts in the gardens. Like they literally don't know anything. They're smarter right now than the apostles and prophets. That's how low the standard has been in Christianity. And I tell you the truth because God wants to raise a perfect standard of His kingdom come, His will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And we say those things, but I know we don't understand them. Because in heaven there are no church buildings. Yikes. In heaven there are no organizations. and There's none of these ministries like there is down here. And you know, you can judge Red Letter Ministries, but I don't even care. I'm not a minister of religion. I'm not a minister of an organization. I'm a king of the kingdom of God. <laughs> a king's kid. And with all my soul, I live in the city of God the King, heavenly Jerusalem. And I'm not lying to you. I am Or of Zion, an angel of the Lord. I know who I am. Do you know who you are yet? 
See, when you know who you are in the glory, and you've, re you've received that white stone with a new name on it, who you are as an angel, who you are as a spirit being, who you are as a 2 Corinthians 5.17. Now, stay with me. I'm not going new age on you. I'm just telling you the truth, and you might not have never heard the truth before because of religion. It's the truth anyhow. This is the stuff the Apostle Paul actually taught without the weird religious stuff that changed it into English because every time you read the word spirit in your nearly inspired versions of the Bible and your King James version nonsense from Shakespeare in Greek and Hebrew both in the entire Bible spirit it should be translated angel nearly 100% of the time so in James when he says he's the father of spirits the word there is not spirits He's not the father of sprites. He's not the father of fairies. What spirits are you even talking about? That's absolute nonsense. It's an abomination, these theologians and how they've translated the scriptures. That's not what's in the Bible. Every single time you read Numa or Ruach or anything like that that deals with spirit, it's angel. God is a spirit. No, he's not. Is God a spirit? Jesus Christ said it in the gospel. Remember, Jesus didn't speak English. Okay, Jesus spoke Hebrew. <laughs> you know, Jesus didn't speak Filipino. Jesus didn't speak Chinese. He didn't speak whatever weird languages we speak. He spoke Hebrew, okay? We serve a Hebrew God. He's the God of the Hebrews, the Holy One of Israel, the Mighty One of Jacob. The Messiah is the King of the Jews. And I'm not talking about getting weird in the Jewish stuff either like so many people do. You can see I dress in street garb mainly because I want to set people free from religion and the formalities of the ritual abuse of Christianity. Seriously. Because we got to get into freedom. Every single time you read the word spirit, it should be properly translated angel. So in 2 Corinthians 5.17 when it says you're a new creature in Christ. Okay. Now, what kind of creature are you? Light creature. It doesn't say you're a human being. In fact, it says the opposite. It says you're no longer a human being. If you read 2 Corinthians 5.17 in the spirit of holiness, okay, <laughs> the Holy Ghost here, if you read the Bible inspired by the one who wrote the Bible, the maker of heaven and earth, the brooding mother hen, the one who conceived us, the Holy Spirit, you can understand that when you're born again, you're no longer a human being. The Bible clearly teaches that. And Jesus Christ said the exact same thing to Nicodemus in John chapter 3. Nicodemus, you must be born again. Now, I'm not talking about this religious stuff in Christianity where you pray, pray a sinner's prayer and you signed a little piece of paper and put it in the offering plate and now you're saved. I'm talking about being born of the Spirit which means you are now an awakened spirit being. That's why it's called a great awakening, because your spirit gets energized and you actually come alive in spirit and in truth so you can worship God as a pillar of light through this world, in the glory, in the river of life, in the Holy Ghost, in the seven spirits of God, the menorah, the glory of God. Because if you're outside the pillar and outside the menorah and outside the glory... We get all of this religious garbage in our brains that has absolutely nothing to do with God that turns out to be the greatest bewitchment 
ever in church history. The reason why there's such a callousness on people. I mean, I minister from the throne of God in glory that shakes the heavens and the earth. You'd think that the Christians that are a hundred million strong speaking in tongues Christians would just be eating this stuff up. Oh no. They hate our guts and gnash their teeth at us. And I forgive them. I just understand how they're saved in their spirits, but their heads have been filled with the tree of the knowledge of good. Okay, there's two trees in the garden. The tree of the knowledge of good is Satan's kingdom. Satan always comes as an angel of light to deceive with the knowledge of good, because we all know the knowledge of evil is wrong. No one's going to go get jumped into the crypts and start raping girls and selling crack here. The knowledge of evil is wrong. So we get into the knowledge of good because we don't understand that that's wrong. So the angel of light, Lucifer, comes down here in starlight of the sun and the moon and the stars, of the dragon's tail that swept one third of the stars, and we just eat all the religious filth of Lucifer thinking it's God. And that's why the millions and millions of Christians gnash their teeth at the sons of God, even to this day. Now, we walk in tremendous favor, and those that are not religious love our guts. We have favor everywhere we go. People smile, thank us, and just shake our hands. It's a tremendous amount of love and favor because we genuinely love everyone perfectly. Like, and I'll do anything to help everyone for what they really need help in, which is in their hearts and minds. Not so much the outer court. You have 100,000 million ministries that just do natural ministry. And there's a place for that, you know, absolutely. In the book of Acts, you know, you're giving food to the widows and... You know, maybe some daycare to some poor people or something. And there's so much natural ministry. But that's the vast majority of ministry is natural ministry. We need actually supernatural throne room ministry that demonstrates the perfection of the throne of God on earth as it is in heaven. That we don't have much of. That is so far and few between in the actual priesthood of the New Testament and the New Covenant called the Order of Melchizedek that when the Order of Melchizedek teaches and preaches, people call me a wolf every day. I get called a false teacher, a false prophet, a false apostle, a false Christ, and if all these names, a wolf, every single day of ministry, I'm not lying to you, for nine years. For nine years every single day. Does it bother me? It used to. Honestly, when I had less glory armor on, now it doesn't at all. Because we have fought so many battles. We have been through so much tremendous warfare in the United States of America's church. In every type of Christianity. You know, it's just wild how many different types there are. You know, you'd think that there was a million gods for the million types of Christianity. But there's only one. The King of Glory. The Lord of Glory. The author of life and the bright morning star. And he's a really happy guy. <laughs> That's why laughter is considered the language of heaven. And if we're not ministering the joy of Jesus, you know, because he endured the cross for the joy that was set before him, we're not really ministering from his true personality. We're not really ministering from the glory and the victory that he purchased on the cross. If we're, you know, this urgent, you know, so desperate, oh, you know, 
the Illuminati is going to assassinate Donald Trump and all this crazy paranoia and fear-mongering I hear from the Christians every day in America. Like, just absolute nonsense. Like, you know, they're in the church of Alex Jones instead of the church of the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb. You got all these paranoid schizophrenic Christians that are like building bomb shelters in their basements instead of celebrating the marriage supper of the Lamb. And I said that. You just heard what I said? <laughs> Put that on repeat until your brain gets thrown loose in Jesus' name. Celebrating the marriage supper of the Lamb, like, that means that you're eating and drinking. You're eating of the Lamb and you're drinking of the Lamb, and that's what Truth, builds anyhow. You up. Instead of the paranoia and fear and you do that <laughs> you eat the marriage supper of the lamb you will be victorious you eat paranoia. even if you just begin drinking the cup of salvation <laughs> now here's real christianity the throne of god where jesus christ our lord and savior handed us a cup of his own heart and said drink it all of you you can tell people aren't drinking the cup of Christianity if they're not happy all the time. Jesus is the happiest, most joyful person in the world, and there's nothing even close. If we're drinking his cup, meaning if we're actually drinking real Christianity into our hearts and minds, we are always victorious. We are always triumphant. Though the sorrow may last for the night, his joy comes every single morning for me for 11 years of full-time ministry. And we have been through every hell that exists. We've literally had to walk through Tartarus with the great red dragon in the tar pits of the fallen angels, dealing with all the sorcery of Freemasonry in the United States of America to even be here tonight talking to you about this stuff from experience with authority, dominion, power, and might on the throne of the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb and the seven spirits of God before our throne. We've been, there's nothing left here except harvest time. I'm telling you, you know, I said I'm joking around like we're going after the jugular and slit in the throat of the great red dragon tonight, but I'm really actually more accurately for teaching purposes stomping on his head under my feet. The last couple days, there's been so much victory so much expanse of the pillar horizontally of overcomers who overcome the world in reality that our feet feel like lightning. I saw Satan fall like lightning. Now Satan isn't the lightning. The lightning is the power of God, as it's written in Psalms, from his hands proceed forked lightning, the living God. But there's so much defeat in the Christians that they have more fear of the devil than they do fear of the Lord. But the Creator is omnipotent to the created. Do you understand? I mean, I'm talking about real Christianity here. We have so much belief systems of lies that limit God's power in our minds. Jesus Christ told the Pharisees, you don't understand the Scriptures or the power in them. The Word of God is the power of God, but only if it's living, active, and energized. Not the dead letter that kills, but the Word mixed with the wine, called the bread and wine, the table of the Lord, the altar of God. And unless you have the bread and wine of holy angels that are alive and not fallen, 
By default, you eat off the table of sorcery served by religious demons, and sadly, that's almost every church in the world. Most churches at best have mixture. And I'm not mad at you, and I'm not the accuser of the brethren. I'm simply telling you the truth. Mixture is the best you got within the four walls of the church. Because you can't be perfect within the four walls of the church. So it's unavailable within the four walls of the church. You can only be perfect as your Father in Heaven is perfect outside the four walls of the church. Which means you have to learn to walk with the Father in the coolness of the day and not be in nursery anymore, which is what all those buildings are. And God used it. No doubt about it, man. God used it. So I'm not angry at the church. I'm quite in love with the church. And I serve the church every day perfectly. But they don't want to hear it. And some are beginning to want to hear it because they're realizing I'm actually telling the truth. Because they've probably been eaten up by the devil. And you know, and the thing about it is, when you're on the throne of God in Zion, you have the seven blazing torches and the seven horns and the seven eyes of Revelation 5-6 because we're actually the body of the man who is at the right, sin, right side of God in heaven. We're the body of that man. Jesus. We're called the body of Christ in Scripture a dozen times. Which means, if I'm a body of the man Christ Jesus, I have those horns, I have those eyes, I have those torches, I have those golden lampstands, and I have those stars. I do, because I'm the body of the living God, and so are you. That's what waking up is, so you know who you are. Very few Christians have had a white stone handed to them, which is the city heavenly Jerusalem, with your new name, your new nature, living out of the angelic realm as a reality. Most still live behind the meat flap of their brain, which is the carnal mind. Most Christians still live in the flesh. I don't live in the flesh. I live outside the brain in the angelic realm, where unless you're the real deal, fallen angels will kill you, buddy. They don't want you here. We take the high places. We take the middle places. We take the low places. I wrestle not with flesh and blood, but with principalities, powers, thrones, dominions, all spiritual wicked in wickedness in all places. Even all the stuff that's still inside my friends. I wrestle my friends that still are demonized that still have quite a bit of sorcery in their unrenewed minds. I love them perfectly, and I still have to wrestle with them every day. That's why it hurts when people get led astray. They were once my friends because they think they've arrived at something, and I'm telling you the truth. You haven't arrived at anything in Christianity yeah. yet. Or, I mean, you're not even in the great harvest, most of you, and most of you don't even understand the priesthood of Melchizedek or anything of heavenly Jerusalem. You're still outside the city gates with the dogs and sorcerers having a hard time every day. Not victorious. So it's time to overcome the universe, which in Greek is the word cosmos, which means world. That includes all stars and sands, the promise of Abraham, to control this universe in righteousness and no longer by sorcery. Because it's been controlled by the dragon since the fall of Adam and Eve. That's what Jesus Christ, the angel of the Lord, was promising Abraham when he showed him his inheritance that he never saw, 
but now sees in the great cloud of witnesses that are upon you right now as I speak to you? All stars and sands are being ruled and reigned through by righteousness. And this is a new thing because it has never happened before. King David didn't do it. He had the seven spirits of God. Jesus didn't do it because he ascended to the Father in John 14, 12. We're going to do greater works. Here's the greater works, kids. Ruling and reigning through the entire universe. Or if you're an American, that pyramid on your $1 bill. Taking it back from the Scottish Rite. And I'm not mad at you. It's just Albert Pike is a lying demon and a son of Lucifer. And God allowed him to do all that demonic activity. The Father allowed it. The Father allowed the sorcerers to build, to build, to become master builders with the dust of the earth and for serpents and dragons and devils and demons to rule over human beings like slaves. Egyptian sorcery, Egyptian slavery for decades and decades and decades and decades and centuries even. God allowed it because when it gets real, real spiritual, and I mean spiritual, demonic, you're going to have to get real, real spiritual, and I mean spiritual, holy ghost, righteousness, to deal with it and to raise a standard and destroy all the works of the angelic principalities and powers that are lording over the nations. It's like they've been baking under a covering of darkness and that at the perfect time, God sends forth His sons that are predestined and foreordained to destroy all the works of the great red dragon, the false prophet, and the beast of Babylon the Great in the entire world. And that's what He's doing now. I tell you the truth and I'm not lying at you. The seven bowls are being poured out on you. And these seven bowls are your salvation, Bride of Christ. Like the exodus of Moses, so it is right now with these seven bowls. This is the exodus of the Bride of Christ. In Jesus' name. If you guys want all the foundation teachings and preachings and studies of the order of Melchizedek that I walk in and talk in every single day, we do this ministry. Get all the free schools and free teachings at redlettermen.com and be blessed. I'm so thankful for the few partners stepping up and financing all of our evangelism that's reaching now 3 million people in the last 7 days. 3 million from 117 nations get to hear the order of Melchizedek of heavenly Jerusalem and the most powerful teaching and preaching that exists on planet earth because of your financial support. You're discipling and transforming the world when you support this ministry. And the more you support it, the more millions we get to reach. It's the real deal. So donate at redlettermen.com and be blessed. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.